listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Damn, I want some head, but I chose the dough instead. I could never ever let a nigga fuck me out my bread. Ain't no dick alive that could make me lose my mind. Every nigga that done tried still be crying on my line. Lit, 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 lit. This is not about your dick. These are simply just instructions on how you should treat my clit. Hey, hey, gotta get my ass ate. Gotta get that ass shake. Gotta swipe a nigga car so much they had to call the bank. Stick him up, stick him up, raise him up, raise him up. Drop it off in his fucking face just to saw it off. Gotta get my ass ate. Gotta make that ass shake. Gotta swipe this nigga car so hard he had to call the bank. He said he ain't tricking. What? He said he ain't licking. Uh, nigga, why you over here with that little kiss it? Bitch, I'm not your BM. Well, that bitch, you beg to see him. He say he gonna let them knock my head up. I say, yeah, yeah, just, just eat. I mean, I say, yeah, 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 just eat it. Boy, you just, boy, you need me. I don't need you, little nigga. Bitches, <laughs> bitches, you fucking your niggas to hit him. <laughs> you ain't been on the pussy this tight. I want a nigga. I know how to get him. Blowing him off with he blowing me up. Thinking he's something. I treat him like nothing. These niggas know that ain't nothing to me. Give me my money. You're making me nut. <laughs> hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips. Uh, podcast your host riding karen. karen what's going on oh uh megan cracks me up she's is the funniest and the best um but yeah um i love that line where it's like lick 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 <laughs> this is not about your dick <laughs> oh man anyway hey how y'all doing on a tuesday uh last show of the week karen mm-hmm we'll be uh getting it percolating up in the dancery yes with all the aunties two-stepping tomorrow so uh me and justin will be doing balls deep tomorrow so uh you'll have that to look forward to if you're mm-hmm. a premium uh-huh no hateration no no holleration Mm-mm. up in this dancery not in this goddamn dancery um but yeah you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black guy with tips leave us five star reviews we appreciate everybody takes time out to leave us good five star reviews that are nice if they're mean or they're less than five stars we will sue you okay we found out yesterday you can do that for defamation of character and some of y'all some lying ass niggas when you say we not the shit um <laughs> you can also go to the blackouttips.com and leave comments vote in the polls all that stuff um it uh helps us out okay tremendously and we love to see your comments leave us voicemail 704-557-0186 two minutes or less and uh email us the blackouttips at gmail.com all right let's get into the show uh where should we start oh i did have a couple random thoughts okay there's just a couple though um you ever be pulling into a parking space and you see the person they see you waiting mm-hmm. on their space mm-hmm. and then they get in the car and then they take so long to back out of the space mm-hmm. they've done studies about that that you start to think this white person must be racist i've thought that before that's like i'm like this white woman takes so long to get out of her face she knows she saw me it's clearly a case of racism she's like this nigger is not gonna have this space at the ymca not over my dead body i don't know if they're doing it by race but they've done studies and said that people actually do move slower when they know you're waiting mm-hmm. i think it's racial racial I, at least that's where my mind goes i'm like it must be racism i can't think of a better reason to moving the slow up i was watching a commercial the other day uh because i watch a lot of cartoon network and uh, i always notice this one commercial comes on because it has this catchy song mm-hmm. and it's like Yabba dabba dabba do man. Yeah. Yabba dabba dabba do. And it's for Flintstone cereal. Mm-hmm. 
and i had a sad realization about how old we are guys y'all know there's more kids that know the flintstones from the cereal or vitamins possibly than they know from the cartoon of course yes yes like we I know them know you know if they play it anymore i don't even think they play that cartoon and it's not like scooby-doo where they just kept updating it or whatever right somehow flintstone got left back in the stone age uh no yeah. pun intended now, unless you got boomerang or some shit like that it don't come on it don't come on like cartoon network it don't come on nick at night like or not, i mean you know what i'm saying like you know how some of the stations have like uh alternate stations where they show like other shit i mean i'm sure if we search long enough we might find it somewhere yeah like we, i don't want to say it doesn't come somewhere. on at all and i don't want to know smart alec yes i know everything nigga right now like well actually ron it comes on uh well, boomerang east on. uh west coast at uh mm-hmm. 4 a.m on saturday morning mm-hmm. i'm just saying it don't come on prime time when kids is up i'm just saying i don't see it on cartoon network ever Mm-mm. and yet i see that commercial all the time so those kids just know flintstones from the cereal Cereals. and they don't even know where the cereal's from really that's sad we old oh i've been told you that uh tvs and movies have taught us that there's nothing wrong in a relationship that a public proposal can't fix believe that bullshit if you want to i'm just saying guys we have seen it on everything like i was watching love and hip-hop atlanta last week and mm-hmm. you know jock and his woman been having a lot of problems you know he got 12 baby mamas he you know all this different stuff he was rumored to be cheating again and all this shit and then he publicly proposed to her at a party and uh she accepted and that was the that was the message after she he showed up at her job yeah after he showed up at her job stalking her um after she had them uh she said she didn't want to have be like baby mama number 12 or 13 or whatever he uh he did a public proposal and uh this lawyer who seemed to have a good head on the shoulders was like okay jock i'll marry you yes i love you and that's how i feel like tv and movies and reality tv all it just taught us that there's nothing in a relationship that's too fucked up that a public proposal cannot fix at least in straight relationships maybe in all relationships but definitely straight ones lies lies because <laughs> it's fucked up before it's gonna be fucked up after yeah that's how i look at it all right let's get into the news Do you wanna funk? Do you wanna funk? 
Won't you tell me now? Won't you tell me now? If you wanna phone, let me show you how. Do you wanna phone with me? Do you wanna phone with me? All right, let's get into LGBTQ news because you guys know that uh it's normally bad news, but we try to um i know some people hate this word but i'll say uh i'll say it anyway uh we try to be good allies over here and uh spread the word and uh you know about the plight the ups and the downs of uh all our family on the lgbtq spectrum um most of the news is not good because uh america the world is bigoted fucked up place just like it is for many other marginalized groups but we try to spread the word uh let's see um oh and today is no exception a transgender woman was arrested after a man calls the cops on her for using denny's ladies restroom now first of all i'm already in denny's sir i'm embarrassed enough i'm embarrassed enough my life has turned out to this point i got the 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 two for four three for five whatever them specials is two four six eight isn't it bad enough we're both in denny's can't isn't that punishment enough sir we should just not even make eye contact that that things have gone this bad a transgender woman was arrested on disorderly conduct charges at denny's in of course north carolina this week after a fellow customer told police she used the women's restroom first of all you snitch ass bitch ass nigga what what i'm calling the police what eat your fucking dry scrambled eggs and your fucking terrible toast that has not even been toasted because it's just like white bread just eat that shit and go okay you eat your fucking all-star breakfast or whatever the fuck they serve in denny's and get the fuck on why an unnamed man notified the cops that the woman 22 was in the bathroom at the restaurant in shelby shout out to this um publication for not misgendering her because that's normally a thing um about 45 miles from charlotte while his wife was using the facilities as well the officer who responded explained that the trans woman hadn't broken any laws but the argument escalated and the transgender customer customer allegedly spit in the direction of the man his family oh so that's how they get you oh so since you're reacting to this blatant targeted harassment now you gotta go to jail because you're you you've probably been uh you know uh like this shit has probably put you in fight or flight mode and of course you now know you're dealing with a family you know with a dude that's pretty much a bigot there's no other way around it so <sighs> meanwhile it's like your wife comes out of the bathroom everything's okay what the fuck is what is the problem like is i can see if you're like my wife went into the bathroom and now she's dead and then this person came out uh just just like drenched in her blood and i called the police talk about yes because there was obviously a fucking problem you know the police can't even get there before everybody's out the bathroom what are you doing in a statement denny says customers at any of its locations they should watch till free free to use the bathroom that matches their gender identity the statement added that the company does not tolerate discrimination of any kind except against niggers and expects customers to treat people equally okay i may have added some words police bathrooms <laughs> became a uh, public bathrooms became a, a battleground issue in america in 2016 they brought up north carolina hb2 um so yeah i oh man so sorry fucking 
and i feel like this stuff gets emboldened by stuff like hb2 and stuff because people don't know that that stuff didn't like that it's been repealed or that there's no law on the books that can be used to target transgender people and shit it doesn't matter you know the police showing up obviously i'm glad the police officer showed up and was like hey this is not against the law don't waste our time right and it's just unfortunate that you know then an altercation happened and that gives the police an excuse to be like okay disorderly conduct you gotta go to jail <sighs> sorry the biggest don't never be the ones go to jail um a man was arrested after being filmed beating a black transgender woman in dallas texas uh, i'm assuming this is texas yeah okay uh video service online in which a black transgender woman is being brutally attacked by a group of men in the middle of the street in south dallas police are reportedly investigating assault as a hate crime and have arrested one of the perpetrators of the assault uh according to local authorities the assault took place april 12th outside of the royal crest apartment complex following a minor traffic accident leading to a verbal exchange between those involved the victim has been identified as 23 year old malaysia booker who was thrown to the ground by a man in a white t-shirt and senselessly beaten by a group of men who then joined the fight booker told police that the attackers were yelling homophobic slurs at her while they perpetrated the violence so one one thing that 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 really speaks to the mind of uh bigots they weren't they didn't see a fight they jumped into to jump somebody period like that was it and it, and it was good enough reason they, they technically they, they have they're, they're they should be list like i'm not involved this has nothing to do with me nothing. and they're like oh how can we get involved in this and now they all should go to jail every single one of them it should all be hate crimes for all of them booker's father told local news station nbcd dallas fort worth that this is the worst his daughter has ever been beaten on account of her identity although she has been physically assaulted in the past so i gotta live a life where motherfuckers attack me well you can't just mind your fucking business after the attackers punch kick and drag booker across the parking lot video footage shows three women helping the victim up removing her from the scene booker was transported by witnesses to uh southwestern hospital where she was interviewed by police booker suffered serious injuries including facial fractures and a broken fractures and a broken wrist dallas authorities announced they arrested 29 year old edward thomas on aggravated assault charges for his role in the attack which they specified as being flagged as a hate crime the video footage capture was uploaded to facebook i guess to a certain extent thank god somebody took took the video. video uh but the person who put it up obviously was not a real person they the account name was taj mahal and that's what people do because people they didn't don't comment on the right. on the event they don't want the repercussions yeah and i don't know if they did it to help or if they did it on some like ha ha look at this shit because you know? they didn't ha ha i'm assuming they did it to help you know because yeah, people yeah. are asses yeah i would hope that it was to, to say hey this is video this thing and this you know maybe i don't want any retaliation uh on my person i might live in this community right right yeah and only one person charged like i don't understand how that happens everybody go to jail everybody yeah uh let's see 10 transgender women seeking asylum just won the Im- their immigration cases after months of violence and discrimination Ten transgender women who traveled with their caravan that president the, the caravan that President Trump targeted during the midterm elections have won their asylum cases and been released from a detention center in Texas. Um 
so that's that's dope that's good um the 10 were part of a roughly 80 member group of lgbtq migrants from central america that swinted off from a much larger caravan of thousands that came up from central america in the fall the larger groups was a the larger group was a frequent target of president trump in the lead up to the we all know about that shit you know the terrorists coming and shit turned out to be nothing among the 80 was a smaller group of 30 transgender women who presented themselves together at the border in tijuana they were immediately detained at south texas detention center an immigration prison that prior to the group's arrival had no experience in housing transgender women uh of course of course um yeah the path for to asylum was not easy traveling through central america to the united states is a notoriously difficult journey but for the members of the lgbtq community the trip brings even more danger said aaron morris the executive director of immigration equality an lgbtq immigrant rights organization the reality is that it's extremely difficult to make that journey without a strong community behind you people can often get targeted by the very people they're traveling with mm-hmm. right so oh we all trying to immigrate and people are bigoted against us and then within this group uh we don't like gay people so i'm gonna just have to have to make it even mm-hmm. harder for your trip mm-hmm. why do you think eddie and broke off yeah while traveling in the caravan some of the women said they experienced derogatory name calling and insults from others in the caravan while some migrants were offered rides in vehicles sanchez said the transgender women weren't allowed on those rides according to racist r-a-i-c-e-s migrants said that while traveling in the caravan they were the last ones to be taken care of for food and everything and that's why they banded together right they claimed the harassment continued after they applied for asylum and were detained at the texas facility according to sanchez the officers were discriminatory and used derogatory slurs against them although i do believe south texas detention center is trying its best to give it given a new situation there are definitely some ways that stdc can improve that care yeah just the fact that you would let somebody use one of these slurs while on the clock i mean you would think that's just already like so like we don't you can't do that even in the fucking detention center and all that shit that you know that goes on can't say to your co-worker you think they would have some type of thing in writing like don't do this it is nobody gives a fuck what matters it don't matter if you're not going to or willing to enforce the law right we're gonna be a bigoted ass job as already let's not uh it's like cops like does a cop need to say nigger when they're beating you over the head like that's just that extra seasoning on it that they could have kept to themselves right you know you think that'd be something in writing uh exclusive zeta phi beta sorority uh responds to allegations about banning trans women from membership a little over two weeks ago zeta phi beta a historically black sorority drew backlash across social media after the washington blade published an article about a recently adopted diversity statement which specified that an individual must be a cisgender woman to join the organization the organization the release of the statement which the blade noted was adopted by the sorority's international exec- executive board on january 12th drew some backlash given that we are currently in a time when hbcus such as morehouse and spelman have opened their enrollments for trans students early sunday morning the sorority which will be celebrating its 100th year of existence next january released an exclusive statement to essence apologizing for the previous diversity statement emphasizing that there is no ban in quotes since our founding in january 16 1920s eight beta sorority incorporated has sought to create a sorority that embraces the values of all our members the statement read sadly a previous diversity statement made by our organization fell short of that goal and for that we offer our deepest apologies so it was real i saw people passing around being like it's fake and stuff like that so it, it, i mean it appears that they're confirming it was real 
yeah and it would it would not surprise me if this was a generational thing you know because a lot of times older people have a tendency to run these organizations you know not not that there aren't any young people in there but you know older people older black women probably head and lead this stuff very religious a lot of them and they like we ain't going for this shit and then the backlash and the people was like hey doll you know it's problems to this and they went back in and rephrased it wouldn't surprise me if that right. if, if that was what causes problem because i think if younger people would have 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 had someone to say so that by that wouldn't have even been a public statement also the secrecy because it wasn't a public statement they got released it was a private like this is what we're gonna be doing right and then somehow within the um organization within the organization someone took a screenshot of it or a picture of it and put it on social media somehow they was texting it to each other and it ended up on social media right so i don't know that they were i don't know how much they thought this would get out because you know sororities fraternities they're kind of sworn to secrecy and maybe Mm -hmm. social media is might maybe possibly open that up although i don't believe it has fully because that's gonna be a ton of beatings and all kinds of hazing shit going on that people that aren't getting out it's not like we know all this shit no um but it does happen yeah um maybe this generation with instagram and all this stuff maybe that it'll more of it'll come out but i don't know yeah and also uh it's one of those things where how can i say this but like you said because of instagram and and facebook and snapchat and all this stuff people are more open and a lot of times they're more open to everything even things that years ago people would consider private a lot of people do not consider those things private they don't consider those things right. quote unquote off you know it's not an own record off record we always own record mm-hmm. so anything you say to me can and will be used against you in, in, in the public or court of opinion as far as they're concerned and you don't know you have um bought that person into your organization until shit like this happened that's true uh zeta acknowledges that current membership already includes transgender women noting that they have always been entitled to the same rights privileges and responsibilities as any other member and shall retain the rights privileges and responsibilities they were endowed with once they took the oath and became a member to be clear there is no ban they added they was in the process of updating the membership guidelines in order to provide additional guidance to the organization we've always aimed to foster an inclusive diverse sisterhood and remain committed to being an organization that embraces scholarship provides true service and sets the standard for sisterly love well i guess it's good that they became clear on where they are but i mean but it took this. sad that the shit was out there yeah it took this before they even made a public statement right sad that well just the fact that it was going it was already like in writing somewhere that they weren't going to be down with it right but at least it sounds like they was in the transit hopefully they were in the transition to changing this i don't know i'm saying the statement was they said that that statement was like cleared january 12th or whatever whatever february 12th and then it got public and then they rocked it back it don't sound like they was like oh we're considering it sounded like they were saying the opposite and then they got busted and was like okay well hold up we actually do let everybody like and maybe some other members got to it you know mm-hmm. could be that like the higher-ups don't really know what's going down with everybody and then people right. came through like uh what the fuck are y'all talking about we're not gonna kick our sisters that are already in here out and we're not gonna stop allowing people to who are trans women to uh participate so the fuck y'all need to figure it out figure it out um let's see little richard disavows unnatural affections of homosexuality little richard Mm mm-hmm yeah little 
little richard did not uh and i see this coming what papa do about the what bamboo that dude yeah okay tootie fruity even come on uh he has previously described himself as both gay and omnisexual he has a new outlook look on life at 84 years old he sat down with uh three abn i don't know what that is uh the icon shared his current views on sexuality including dedicating his final years to living like jesus while insisting men should live as men and women as women so i guess maybe he's scared like religiously and stuff like that and that's uh closer to death a big part of uh you know i mean it's just a head trip what religion does to people man like it's so sad that you know a person like this you don't ever get to live like guilt free Mm -mm. and you go back and forth between like fire and brimstone shit and like at you know admonishing homosexuality and all this shit within other years he's been like overtly outwardly like i'm gay mm-hmm. anybody come in show business they're gonna say you're gay are you straight are you a homosexual something they're gonna say it but god jesus he made men men he made women women you know and you gotta live the way god wants you to live what that statement makes no sense uh, so it's his whole like look man they they just call everybody gay i don't know how that shit stuck to me Mm-mm. uh he no longer wears makeup or wigs he also spoke out against unnatural affections you know all the these things so much unnatural affection so much of people just doing everything and don't think about god don't want no parts of him he said man i'll tell you what man this really just makes me sad you know like like he in you 84 years old and you never like you can't just be free like you gotta i mean you essentially lying to yourself and lying to everybody else like it's you it's sad really that you think that's what it takes to get into heaven it's like and imagine that that's all it took to get into heaven like heaven was a real thing and then god was like okay so this nigga was sucking dick for 84 years but like last week he was like you know what it's actually wrong and i gotta let him in that's the rules yeah all 84 years of dick sucking down the drain just know hey hey water under the bridge to me. yep water under the bridge to me that is saliva under the bridge sir you just come right on in uh to heaven you know the heaven where we hate gay people you know gay people shouldn't be here and stuff like that um and as long as you uh hate gay people come on in that's the heaven that's heaven for everybody except gay people you know that's sad if that's the version of heaven that is exist where you just gotta say some shit like you know five minutes left on the clock and they be like all right well he followed the rules all y'all oxen free open the gate let him in let him in he said the words gay people are are disgusting come on bring them in like what how's that work well yeah so uh while the pianist was ordained as a minister in 1970 many of his fans have wondered for years how he reconciled his faith with his own journey of self-discovery and i wonder how many gay people go through this like you're raised indoctrinated into religion wherever you're at it's not just christianity that mm-hmm. has homophobic uh shit in it it's most religion yeah so you're raised in this religion you're taught there's this god there's this he's wonderful it's loving it's all these things except you can't be gay and so then how do you go your whole life with i have been taught to love this being in the sky or this bigger being that is supposedly all love and the people who taught it to me and the people who worship and stuff are telling me 
yeah the way you are oriented is wrong and you can't go to heaven that way but at the same time this is where i find community fellowship people that you know even though you are gay many times they look the other way or if you're talented you know we all know that cliche it's like mm-hmm. oh uh, the choir director's gay but we just don't care you know like that kind of shit i wonder how you deal with that your whole fucking life because i it would drive somebody crazy and maybe at 84 you saying wow shit like unnatural uh, affections and men and women uh you know need to, like it's crazy i, I don't know uh, anyway it made me sad man i i, I would have had jokes for it and shit you know but i was really like one i had no idea that he goes back and forth like this i i, I just thought little richard was gay and we all knew it come on i didn't know it was a thing and then he's 84 years old giving this interview i'm just like damn man life is that's fucked a struggle up. yeah anyway uh let's get into other news um uh let's see what's happening uh in the world uh how about oh wait let me change my filter um oh man nicole murphy and antoine fuqua who you guys may know for directing uh training day i I know i heard that name before yeah he directed training day um ah okay black man married to lila rashawn uh black actress uh very famous um so nicole murphy and um and and this dude uh etoine fuqua uh got caught um kissing all these cameras everywhere of course um they got caught kissing like in italy they was uh just uh uh, like he had no shirt on ain't like y'all ain't no nobody's yeah he was just wearing a towel that's it and uh she had on like oh, a fresh out the shower towel and she had on a bathing suit i think you can see the picture on my screen Mm-hmm. right now what's it how's that look to you karen they're both holding coffee i guess they had the uh, hot coffee cheat code for uh grand theft auto san andreas because uh that's what like they just got finished doing uh, and nicole murphy of course is fine as fuck oh, everybody knows gorgeous. her um 51 years old she's 51 yeah i think he's 53 she's 51 with a body like that yeah she bad as hell i think she's uh eddie murphy's like ex-wife or something anyway uh that's them kissing karen what do you think about that they're both married i believe oh what do you think well we we what i mean what i think about them is this a problem is this a problem is this yes it is if the marriages ain't open and nobody else talked about it discussed it's a problem okay uh fuqua has been married to lila rashawn since 1999 and the pair share two children daughter asia 16 and son brando 15 director also has a son zachary from a previous relationship um she uh nicole murphy has has uh responded and said that it was just a friendly kiss between uh Mm -hmm. like like they're like family so this is like a friendly family kiss Mm-mm. Mm-mm. not you standing there wrapped up and i just wash my dick towel no ma'am <laughs> i just wash my dick towel uh so you've never kissed a family friend like this can no wow okay wow no i guess a lot of prudes out here i am prudish i kiss you on the mouth oh man uh for some reason uh 
i think i've gone off the screen here that th- can they still hear me yeah uh, yeah they can hear you yeah can't. it froze on my end um i don't know let me uh pause it and see if i can get everything back okay all right and we're back uh from that break although in podcasting land you guys didn't hear anything Mm-mm. um but yeah he's married to leela rashawn who i'm assuming is going to kill this nigga she already deleted her twitter and instagram accounts yeah she's like i don't want them problems yeah so obviously this was not an open marriage right and it doesn't or if it was i mean it, this motherfucker got caught out and embarrassed her yeah because even open marriages have rules right um and I, I, my bad it doesn't look like nicole murphy is married it just looks like he's married but i mean you know yeah they said they were saying in the uh chat room that there was other pictures of them too one so it's more than tub, one picture mm-hmm, one in the hot tub and multiple pictures of them kissing i mean they definitely was fucking i mean you can look at them and see that was happening and this kiss was not a friend kiss come like, on it is a complete difference between a friend kiss and a passionate kiss that's uh yeah and you know maybe little sean already knew he was cheating you know there's a lot of signs sometimes when people be cheating possibility then uh you have uh the game done change with all everybody you know wanting to know everything about you and and tmz fucking hiding the bushes every time you move who knows yeah the nerve of uh nicole murphy to even release that statement about being family friends like i can't i would be seeing red if i was leader with sean like just y'all got busted don't play me like i'm stupid like it's bad enough this nigga is out here trying to play me like i'm stupid you throwing out the family friends thing is almost like you mocking me you know fuck me fuck my kids fuck my family it's not like you didn't know this nigga was married he's married to me you know hollywood you know him like y'all just got busted cold busted just leave just leave that shit like that so um so that's that's just crazy um all right um speaking of which sex changes after cheating so here's what to, what to expect when moving past infidelity the sex therapist tells us about uh about what happens after people be cheating and shit mm-hmm. uh yeah so apparently after people get caught cheating uh changes can happen due to several factors that you might not expect expect uh I, I sp- that's reasonable yeah yeah uh spoke to danica mitchell a nyc based sex therapist a social worker at peaceful way psychology and she offers some insight into how sex may change after one or both partners in a relationship cheat whether they engage in an affair or a one-night stand uh there is often a shift in sex after infidelity she explains people can respond very differently especially factoring in their upbringing and past relationships so what sort of sort responses can you expect um here are some sex may be used as reaffirmation some couples may find themselves having sex much more often after an affair this sexual hyperactivity can be born from guilt as the partner who cheated is using their sexual enthusiasm to assert their dedication to the relationship but it can also be instigated by the party who was cheated on so like oh to show y'all we still want each other right it wasn't a sex thing or something like mm-hmm. still attracted to each other even though we cheated or one of us cheated or mm-hmm. whatever hmm, that's interesting i could see that happening yeah. and then that's how people probably you fall back into the like we didn't do any real work on each other but we filled in the gaps with sex and then we just called that uh reconciliation that don't fix the problem but yeah i can i can see people doing that uh sex may feel guilt-ridden 
uh the person who cheated on who may like not just the person who's stray but sometimes the person who was cheated on may also be plagued by guilt if they believe that they are somehow at fault for their partner's infidelity so like i have yeah. to fuck this motherfucker all the time because you know especially when uh people that cheat you know they often um don't really reconcile or own up to it so sometimes they'll even do a gaslight thing where it's like it's because you weren't giving me enough sex so i was out here investing a whole lot of time to have sex with somebody else which is something that always gets left in the uh <laughs> like normally hey, you left out of the equation normally it takes a lot of effort to cheat so it's like you could have put some of that effort towards your relationship but instead you put it towards fucking somebody else and then you go it's really your fault that you didn't put the effort in it's like what well nigga if you was taking me out every weekend or giving me a hundred dollars to fuck you then maybe it would be happening i don't know uh sex might be used by both parties as a mean to overcompensate though of course that culpability will still be felt perhaps even more intensely uh sex may be withheld as a punishment uh yeah because you're angry um yeah when people are going through emotional swings like that even when people are stressed don't feel good normally the first thing they do is literally stop having sex yeah and then you gotta consider like trust like I, how i know you're not gonna give me some disease how do i know you stopped how do i you know like yeah, this is like trust is a thing for a lot of people in sex you know especially mm-hmm. if you've been with a partner where y'all aren't using sexual uh y'all aren't using condoms and stuff right to then either have to reintroduce those right because one of us has been uh completely untrustworthy or to say i'm not gonna introduce those but my mind is like i don't know if i could trust this dude i can see that happening right um and they say normally sex goes down not up after an an affair or somebody gets caught cheating yeah because a lot of times you you got the you can't fuck your way out of this like it's literally something that everybody has to sit down and talk about and and go through you know sometimes therapy and all types of things to actually fix the relationship if it's something that both parties want to salvage yep um let's see what else happens uh it may feel tainted or unsafe we just kind of talked about that one but yeah of course um not to mention emotionally unsafe you know this person may fuck with my heart and all that stuff not just my physical like stds and shit uh the sex may be judged by others because you know people are like oh you took that motherfucker back which people do all the time but for some reason everybody judge everybody right um so you could deal with that uh sex may become much more meaningful and i guess that's like hopefully a healthy way to if you guys make it through all the emotional Mm -hmm. and like the stuff that you know the hard work work. of a relationship then maybe it'll get back to that and get back to quote-unquote normal or something like that so yeah it was interesting so that's probably what Antoine fuqua gonna hope for try to go to with his uh three kids and his wife and uh his claire his friendly kissing Mm-mm. that was i was not friendly kissing if i was Lila or sean i say show me one more picture of you kissing anybody else like that you ain't got no other friends bitch who else you kiss like this in, the in mouth. a goddamn bikini in the mouth right get out of my face just disrespect and they look like they just fucked right just disrespect um let's see uh what else is happening oh r kelly's crisis manager resigned after saying uh that he wouldn't leave his daughter with um a pedophile and then later recants the statement saying i should have worded it better 
Mm-mm. them checks stop dog no you meant that you meant that you meant that did he step down in the name of love mm-hmm. or he got pushed down in the name of love yeah that's interesting um he stepped down from the position after backpedaling and potentially damaging comments uh he made about not leaving his daughter alone with someone accused of pedophilia come on um in the statement of usa today johnson took the opportunity to clarify his remarks in their intent saying i should have worded it better claiming he meant to say i would leave my daughter with kelly because i do not believe he is a pedophile what Mm-mm. sir we heard you that no could not have come out it was usain bolt out of your mouth that was the fastest no i ever heard in my life absolutely he, not he was everything but fuck no what are you doing see this is why i told you i could do this job i could do this job i have the moral integrity to not do it but i could do this job it's the easiest job in the world you're right if you just want some money would i let my daughter hang around him of course i would let my daughter hang around r kelly matter of fact i let him fuck her okay because there's nothing wrong with this man he didn't do anything wrong my daughter's 20 okay so she is not he would technically still not be a pedophile while having sex with my daughter okay so yes i would do it as long as the check clears long as it cashes someone on my facebook page i posted this saying like when the money's fed uh spin up come on <laughs> when it's fed up do shit right ridiculous um he confirmed he no longer worked for kelly as crisis manager in any capacity but did confirm the decision was not based on kelly this has nothing to do with mr kelly uh i for my own personal reasons uh he said in a statement and uh he left own and al off a person off that had nothing to do with mr kelly it's for my own person reasons your crisis manager now the good thing is r kelly can never be disappointed in that typo because he can't read Mm-mm. so he'll never hear about this never um <laughs> fucking fool man um let's see what else happened uh megan the stallion has applied to trademark hot girl summer hot girl summer uh man she's a beast on the um like social medias and stuff like she's really good at this shit so uh and it's so crazy because i mean i know she got signed already to i forget which it's actually a baseball player that signed her to his label but um like it's really just starting for her like she was on jimmy kimmel uh she hasn't but she hasn't really like gotten to do like a big award show like thing but it's on the way for her Yeah, i think next year yeah i feel like lizzo's getting this year right now mm-hmm. and there can never be two for some fucking reason they could have both performed <laughs> at all the awards this year for some reason that can never be too but uh lizzo is lizzo's year right now it's cardi's year to get her things lizzo's year to do all the performing i feel like next year will be lizzo's year to get all her things and then we'll get to finally see megan in some of these like bigger platforms mm-hmm. get to perform and stuff um Ooh, i wish i had her knees i don't yeah i don't know where her, her knees are made out of like uh whatever the fuck they reconstructed uh Come kobe's on. knees she out got of knees good thighs strong back she got them cadaver knees Woo! and she tall as fuck too so like getting up and getting down that low it's like mm, it's you know you gotta do some yoga or some shit you know she stretch out every day yeah she's doing something um but uh yeah she's uh i love her she's a beast Mm-hmm. um i love when i see her take pictures with other people and people be like damn she tall i'm like the stallion see that's what that means she she's she's tall she's big 
she's bigger than these regular women's okay um our old town road ties a record for most weeks at number one on the billboard hot 100 let's do it let's break the record yep let's do it like marvel who could have known man who could have fucking known that's still my goddamn jam first time i heard that song i just went that is funny and catchy and i like it and now <laughs> weeks later we're like this shit about to be the biggest song of all time mm-hmm. it's like it's like past achy breaky heart and shit mm-hmm. and everybody want to be on the remix yep um <laughs> this is like they got that old school promotion where you just keep remixing the same shit for seven years like remember back in the day they mm-hmm. used to do that i i'm not even mad at them because every 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 week is number one white folks shed more tears oregon passed a law letting students take mental health days good yeah signed by signed by governor kate brown last month goes into effect this fall let students take up to five mental health days every three months yeah i like that i like that um although school districts are free to create their own schedules, students will also be granted permission to make up any test that they may have missed now i probably would be the kid that takes it on the test day uh so i can because i'm a procrastinator about yeah it's mental health mental health because i was gonna have anxiety getting this f okay so your boy needed some time okay i'm pretty sure they're gonna have rules and regulations around that shit i don't know i mean i can make an argument uh i took on this for a personal reason first off because many of my close friends in high school struggle with depression and there were times when i saw them at school when they really shouldn't have been there would have been much better for them to take a day off Haley hardcastle a recent high school graduate who was among those lobbying for the new law told today and someone brought up a point fucking school shootings yeah i mean these kids are going to be traumatized if they aren't already i mean this is what we have allowed to happen in this what we have allowed to happen is terrible and then not to mention you know bullying um you know suicide is uh the second leading cause of death among 10 to 34 year olds nationally uh, it's at a 50 year high right now um so yeah mental health is something that uh, we need to have been addressing yeah. and uh i'm happy for these kids that in oregon that at least they have a little bit of a recourse that many of us didn't have yeah and what's so fucked up is that you're gonna have a generation just like you did with the wars that came back world war one world war two yeah. you know vietnam war you're gonna have kids that basically gonna tell their war stories about being in the school when the school got sh- fucking shot up yes yeah, the same ptsd except i ain't got a gun right motherfuckers are trying to kill me like that's yes yeah, it's, it's gotta it's gonna have a generational effect right and nobody's talking about it right now but a lot of these students eventually gonna cross the 10 year mark the 20 year mark the 30 like these are gonna be you know grown people going literally some of them going back to reunions of when they school got fucking shot up when they were teenagers some of these schools are gonna start getting shot up twice that's how much is running up right so we're gonna be like the second parkland shooting and shit because no one's doing anything to stop it Mm-mm. uh let's see what else happened um vogue is slammed for for crediting sharon tate's death for the revival of 60s fashion interesting uh, vogue has been blasted for posting a horrendously distasteful instagram caption that links the 50th anniversary of sharon tate's murder to this summer's trend for 1960s makeup 
yeah that's pretty tasteless sharon tate was a white woman that was murdered she was an actress she was pregnant she was murdered by charles manson and his gang oh oh in hollywood who thought that was smart yeah it's partially what uh the film what's upon a time in hollywood is going to be about okay that gang um yes uh with this summer marking the 50th anniversary of the manson family murders and the tragic death of sharon tate the catalyst for 60s revival is secret to no one tap the link in our bio to see how five it girls have modernized throwback looks who thought that was fucking smart nobody was like no 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 just be like the 60s throwback yeah team team vogue would never team Teen Vogue is like, we got all the woke people here. No, right. thank you. No, thank you. Apparently, Adult Vogue and Teen Vogue don't, don't, mm, they don't, don't talk to each other. Yeah, they don't share a Slack list, apparently. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Somehow, <laughs> somehow, it's not the signals are getting mm-hmm. crossed. Mm-hmm. Teen Vogue's like, fuck you, mom, and shut, and shut, and shut themselves in the room. What's coming up next? The 27th anniversary of OJ murdering Nicole Brown Simpson has brought back the Louboutin slippers. Okay. Come on. <laughs> leather gloves are all the way back all the rage <laughs> my god this is ridiculous right um yeah that's i mean that that's i don't even know how you fucking and that's the thing nobody 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 no nope because i know how business works shit it goes through multiple approvals particularly for large organizations like this this passed a many of people's desk before somebody signed off on it and it actually went to print and you looked at it and was like cool too many people seen this i okay i'm i'm not trying to fight you on this because i don't know but i just want to float out there that i don't know because i'm not 100 percent sure how seriously they take their social media um and i'm not saying that to make it better i'm actually saying it because i think that's worse some of these some of the stuff that we see these big names attached to is literally just some intern like the bt okay okay. like the bt account on twitter okay that led to Nicki minaj not performing at the bt awards was just a one a girl intern that decided it would be funny to make a joke about Nicki minaj and probably cost that that company ratings and money and all this other shit and and a free performance by a top artist uh because there weren't a lot of checks and balances so i don't i'm not saying you're wrong but i don't think it's passing it as the same as it would say an editorial staff at a magazine okay 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 i'm with you now i'm with you now because because i because i'm like uh like the like you like you say for the editorial part i'm like bitch you seen this nope you somebody would have been like the fuck is this yeah i'm not sure i'm not sure or yeah or maybe the eyes that did see it you know the the few i imagine that saw it they passed off on it somehow but yeah i don't know man a lot of people think that these we think because it's like how people go if i was celebrity celebrities should just delete all their old tweets and do it's like they don't even know how because they not that's not their business like right. they, that's not what they do for a living and they don't hire people that do that for a living professionals right and 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 the reason i know that they don't is because none of us do and when do you hit the magical number where you know oh i actually need a professional doing this for me nobody knows how many the the magical number is how many of y'all are ready to hand over the keys to your dms that you've been sending people for years and years and years to just some stranger or someone you hired and hope and trust that they won't send any of that shit out 
you know like i have like i i found an app to delete my tweets but it actually wasn't easy no it's you know not. and i wouldn't trust somebody else to do it to be honest um like i don't want somebody else uh looking at dms and shit people have sent me people have sent me private shit like right you know it's it's not as easy people think it's really cut and dry like oh what a brainless thing so anyway all that to say i don't think any of us really respects the power of social media in the way that it could be professionally used against you and i would not doubt i'm not saying this is what happened i'm saying i don't know i would not doubt that even fucking vogue got one or two people doing social media put this post out instead of a team yeah instead of like a a group of like the same way if you Mm. pitched an article you should have that with your social media it's that important they ought to get together but like okay what's popping what's happening today what what do we do what do we post like yeah like you know at this point instagram might be bigger than the magazine i don't know right like paper magazine readership versus uh instagram post i mean probably got more followers and more people subscribe to it right like that's close for somebody like vogue anyway that's close so yeah this shit just is hella you i mean and it's not like you're a comedian or something it's just it is just really weirdly insensitive like who thought that was okay a one hundred and fifteen thousand dollar anti-crime toilet coming to shoreline washington the city of shoreline spending one hundred and fifteen thousand dollars to bring anti-crime toilets to echo lake park what is they gonna do arrest people the toilets are designed to fight ongoing crime and drug use and have popped up in cities across the country drop your weapon now a toilinator uh you have five seconds to comply uh we wanted to find something that was hard to vandalize easy to maintain and these portland loos are able to do that they don't have a lot of moving parts the communication director manager eric bratton told kiro k-i-r-o-7's rob munoz munoz okay um the toilets known as portland loos were named after the city where they were first installed the features of the toilet allow people outside to see if more than one person is inside hmm talking about how it's rampant right now and there's not a lot of safety and security for people who find themselves suffering and suffering in the throes of addiction the city of seattle currently has one installed in rainer beach neighborhood and another one is planned for ballard you still ain't i don't still don't understand the fucking purpose of what's the purpose it's also solar power it has a light in it so if someone's in it and locks the door the the dark in the dark you'll actually see when someone's in the toilet by the light however some neighbors said that the new toilet will be only a small part of an ongoing solution they are still human beings and they are still a part of the community so i would argue more for the resources so that they could be safe i i don't understand what is the what's, purpose what's, of this toilet yeah what are they are people like going in there and using drugs and they're trying to like find a way to show that people like how could you tell someone's in there using drugs even i, I, I do not know is it a porta potty i don't know i know they said hard to vandalize so i mean maybe it was just vandalism but that's a lot of money to spend on uh i don't know this article left me more questions than answers come on one hundred fifteen thousand. dollars oh that's a lot of money man the fuck is this toilet supposed to do right um let's talk about church for a second a pastor is accused of sexually assaulting parishioners uh and he said it was doing it because he was sucking demons out of them no sir no the hell you was no sir uh a pastor 
reverend dr william weaver a presbyterian minister working in linden new jersey is said to have performed sex acts on the men under the guise of exercising evil spirits Mm-mm. the 69 year old ordered his victims to place he ain't was doing some 69 all right i think he was doing 68 and on the one he put <laughs> he put angel coins on their heads and then balance stones on their hands before he got to work extracting demons through their semen what this kind of is like the little richard thing how many of these people were people that were gay being told they were wrong to be gay and then he's like i'm gonna help get the demons out of you come on to the back and then he performed sexual shit on that and used the like guilt and the shame to like silence them into being victims you know what i'm saying to silence them into sharing it because it's like oh you gay and i'm back here trying to help i I was just trying to help him i don't know what the problem is all of them had gone to him for private counseling the legislators came to light after the men as well as one woman came forward to report him as um, to the church's governing body so they didn't even go to, to the police at first a subsequent investigation by the ecclesiastical authorities found credible evidence of multiple acts of idolatry and sexual misconduct so they really this was not the police this is the church authorities the four accused have now filed a civil lawsuit at middlesex county superior court in addition to reverend weaver they are suing the presbyterian church where he worked for 39 years and the wider presbyterian church authorities i refuse to stay silent any longer one word in the statement i need to make sure that this never happens to anyone else ever again another added down dr weaver had lifted my head up and looked into my eyes and said you don't have to be afraid anymore i'm your protector now and he had then kissed the man audrey Pereira, a representative for the chapter described dr weaver as a jekyll and high character uh he did good on one hand and on the other hand he did this evil jacking off them dicks the pastor himself renounced the pres- presbytery on 25th january a day before a church trial was due to start and moved to a gated retirement community in the nearby town of lakewood get the fuck out yeah uh guys uh you before y'all get ready to start this trial let me just say i rebuke all of you okay so actually it's y'all that's the problem and i don't recognize the authority of the church i'm out to move to my gated community with y'all's ties money so fuck y'all broke bitches yeah, you won't do this to me in the eyes of the lord and that's why you should have took it to the real law because the real law would have i don't give a fuck where you are you're under arrest yeah they still did him a favor of not going to the law i can't right. believe i can't that civil law like nothing criminal was even it seems even investigated or attempted to at least in this story i didn't see anything about criminal charges motherfuckers should be in jail how many other people were in his uh you know under his control in that time period where they were investigating you know um and what else do we have oh speaking of church bones were recovered in the vatican they may be teens who went missing 36 years ago right the remains of emanuela orlandi who went missing in rome in 1983 may have been just been collected in the depths of the vatican this saturday the 15 year old girl's family has been searching for her since she went missing 36 years ago her sister frederica along with their lawyer and forensic expert stayed as the bones containers were unsealed for six hours future forensic examinations will reveal whether orlandi's remain orlandi orlandi remains are among the bones um what they out here burying people dog 
the assortment of some one to two thousand bones did you say two thousand two thousand how many i don't know how many bones in human body but i'm pretty sure this is bodies was found uh after an anonymous source said that the remains of the missing team may be found under an angel statue that points to a grave in the teutonic cemetery Mm. two tombs of princesses are there but upon further research not only were the bones of the teen nowhere to be seen but neither were those of the princesses the vatican officials later realized that structural work took place on the cemetery and the pontifical teutonic college prior to orlandi's disappearance and so the bones of the princesses were probably moved scientists according to bbc will be able to date the bones within five hours and formally identify them by dna in a longer amount of time um emmanuel emmanuela orlandi went missing in june 1983 when she was seen at a bus stop in central rome rome at the flute lesson after that she was never seen or heard from again wow well somebody apparently knew where the bodies were buried literally yeah and you think by quote-unquote coincidence all this work just damaged this shit up no somebody made sure that work was done so that this shit would be destroyed man imagine like these motherfuckers are the moral authority and they got bones buried under their church like what the motherfucker, how did these bones get here y'all murdering people how the fuck bones disappear right this is this is a case for scooby-doo or some shit um all right let's uh let's go to some another section let's see let's do some uh do some fucking with black people guys we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe find different articles make us feel fucked with the wheel side point scores of zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody that's right everybody's back again y'all Ooh. all right let's see where to begin where to begin um a uh couple says they were racially profiled while um he a marriage proposal was taking place oh that's why i say i'm against public proposals i've never been so humiliated in my life said Catherine marie hamlet on facebook a doctor from new york city is claiming that employees at angry orchard brewery racially profile oh, her oh i like angry orchard well not anymore karen you won't take another sip in my presence mm, i'm woke i have some delicious cider well not we boycotting okay that's it let me find out uh they racially profiled her and a group of friends over the weekend interrupted her now fiance while he was mid-proposal to question whether he stole a t-shirt from their gift shop kathy marie hamlet wrote about the alleged incident in a lengthy facebook post <laughs> don't they be lengthy i mean wrap it up okay i get it racism blah 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 get to the point my post gonna be long as shit skip over it explaining that she her fiance and a group of six of their friends had traveled to the brewery in walden new york to enjoy an afternoon with some hard cider uh and i almost ended up doing hard time come on while there, hamlet's partner who was also celebrating his 40th birthday had planned to pop the question on his birthday yeah but also what kind of dick gets married gets engaged on their birthday you know what i'm saying like that's such a weird thing uh walking her out of the empty ta- i'm just kidding i'm just kidding y'all walking her out to an empty table you gotta make it about you all about you right 
walking her out to an empty table on the lawn but before he had a chance to get down on one knee hamlet said an angry orchard security official approached him telling him i'm sorry sir but i check your back pocket i was told you stole a t-shirt from the gift store hamlet says a fiance emptied all his pockets while they're still trying to keep the ring box hidden but that allegedly wasn't enough after walking away the security guard returned mid-proposal this time asking hamlet to empty her bags what she says to me i'm sorry i need to check your bag i was told that he gave it to you you put it in your bag hamlet recalled my you my bag isn't even large enough to fit a t-shirt that's when hamlet says she started to suspect something was up i emptied my entire bag in front of her and since this is the second time she walked over i said i know you're just doing your job but i can't help but wonder if this because we're black we're the only black people here at your establishment oh so they friends they went up there was white wow wow sis mm, mm, couldn't be me of course she said that wasn't the case that uh after that hamlet says her fiance finally proposed i say yes of course people start cheering and the other six of our friends walked over to us and hug us and congratulate us seconds later the same security guard was back this time asking to check the belongings of every member of our group bitch i just showed my pure black ass up in that motherfucker first of all three times oh this the happiest day of y'all's lives and it's now trash like this is not a cute story this is not a mute cute Bitch, you can tell to times. a child three times you know how i met your mama you know how i proposed to your mama well uh i hope i hope hope you're not gonna get too angry but uh it was racist okay um wow that that's that's horrific yeah yeah uh, yeah i'd have probably got ugly now the first two times i'd have been i've been irritated right but you come back again why are you here right don't mind why you see this nigga on one knee you see us smiling for a fucking t-shirt by the way a bitch i give you the money for the fucking t-shirt leave us alone so at this point the rest of security walks over and there's six of them approaching us of course my friends told them none of us stole a t-shirt from the establishment at which point they started getting aggressive saying that not only them but also patrons saw my boyfriend steal the shirt and or transfer it to me to put it in my bag another woman security yelled to one of the male security call the police i saw you steal it hamlet then claimed the security started taking our pictures recording video took a picture of my license plate number ultimately she had decided to, ra- to leave rather than be attacked by multiple security guards of angry orchard she posted a photo of security happily waving us goodbye in the parking lot as we exited i've never been so humiliated in my life myself and some of my friends left or- angry orchard in tears on what was supposed to be one of the best days of my life i was chased out of angry orchard by security who followed us all the way parking lot also what did you think this was the most elaborate t-shirt stealing ring of all time hey let's steal a t-shirt and then stage a fake proposal let's drive out to walden new york with six of our friends which is probably in the on middle my of, 40th fucking birthday probably in the middle of goddamn nowhere so we can get the angry orchard orchard shirt because you know how much those go for on ebay i mean we'll be making a mint hand over fist we just do this to several different breweries we'll get all the shirts they'll never be able to stop my master plan this is the same thing thanos is doing and the most delicious part oh, what is this only 73 oh an ad okay i didn't do that um yeah this is the same plan thanos had uh in a statement of people angry just said we reached out and spoke directly with the guests involved and expressed our apology and offered to make it right how how 
our security team approached a group of guests based on what they thought was credible information at the time we believe that we mishandled the situation and we're now working on additional training for our team to prevent something like this from happening in the future we're deeply first of all that y'all be fired the sarcastically waving it was the last drop for me motherfuck y'all motherfuck y'all yes you want to satisfy me fire all of them how you gonna sarcastically wave like bye guys you deserved you deserved the harassment and ruining of your and your, i had to pay probably to come up in that bitch right and paid for your for the cider right you deserve us ruining your very special moment fuck you we believe that we mishandled situation but we're deeply sorry the situation didn't reflect our values or of respect and creating a welcoming environment for our guests yes it did them your values homie mm, you are what you are uh anyway zero to hundred can a hundred dracaris dracaris i yeah. say yeah i will the, never drink a drop of angry orchard again times. and if i see karen even putting the cider to her lips in any restaurant i will report i'll facebook live it and report it to all of y'all okay i don't drink it but karen loves it i clear i love it i love me a good hard apple cider i will be for i'll be faux cotton it and karen will be boycotting it or out of shame and guilt Mm-mm-mm. uh georgia state oh the, the update on erica thomas georgia state representative backpedals claim white man told her to go back where she came from okay sis we was uh you telling we just covered this okay i hope i hope let me read this article so she says uh she did claim that a white man told her to go back where she came from during a confrontation in a supermarket express lane the story went viral accusing the man eric sparks of racism however his denial of the statement during a television news interview with 11 alive featuring thomas has jogged her memory of what was actually said oh so that was so she may have misremembered some things i can see that i mean it's traumatic uh the audio on this is terrible go back to where you came from all right let me just read it um yeah so i can see that happening though you think you know because when your fight or flight kicks in your memory's not that accurate you know you might embellish on some things but you do know that you had a conflict and you do know if if he said some racist shit you might not remember the exact fucking words but you know that nigga was being racist uh in a recent interview she acknowledged she did not recall exactly what he had said to her that day but he said go back you know those type of words she said i don't want to say he said go back to your country or go back to where you came from but he was making those types of references is what i remember when a reporter asked so you don't exact remember exactly what he said no no definitely not but i know it was go back because i told him you i told him to go back the incident comes right after national controversy about donald trump blah blah, blah. during the news interview sparks asked uh asked thomas did i say that is it on video he acknowledged Tyler thomas a lazy bitch because she had too many items in the express checkout lane but he denied the incident was racially motivated shout out to white people right white dude listen i will be a full-blown misogynist okay <laughs> but what you not finna do <laughs> is say i was racist okay i got some of my best friends are black bitches okay so don't you try uh sparks later told wsb tv that despite thomas's claim that he's white he is cuban i'm not <laughs> i am cuban b i'm cuban b yes cuban b <laughs> what he's cuban and a democrat he said i don't vote for trump he said he believed thomas accusations were politically motivated oh she framed you homie she walked in the store and was hoping that someone would call her a lazy bitch so she could she could politically target them later come on man i do believe you know that 
i do believe that you know like she said she may have misheard or whatever the fuck but she know the gist of what the fuck he was talking about and he do too fuck him he's still trash and it's still a hundred for me same uh all right last one a white woman claims she <laughs> a white woman claims <laughs> i'm sorry it's ridiculous a white woman claims she invented the hair bonnet the hair bonnet mm-hmm and big time i've been wrapping up my hair since i was a fucking kid what the hell what is you talking about i'm fucking 40 years old invented my ass <laughs> they love ginger pine shit don't they oh oh man oh it's probably made out of fucking cotton shows you how much your white ass knows get out of my face a white woman may have secured a spot in the columbus and hall of fame after claiming that she invented an accessory used by black women ever since earlene jackson delayed her escape to the underground railroad by a former harriet tubman hold up i forgot my hair bonnet Uh, (laughs) sassy the root article um <laughs> just give me a second okay hold on hold on harry put the shotgun down for a second i can't be out here sleeping let my hair get all fucked up um but yes yeah, a white woman and she had pictures up and everything uh article with fashion magazine entrepreneur sarah Morantz lindenberg claims she came up with that with the idea of a washable silk head wrap that prevents breakouts and preserves hairstyles i did it myself don't get the whole entire fuck out of here she invented that shit karen she also invented the remix uh (laughs) what else is she claiming (laughs) guys guys i don't know if you've heard about this but it's really good for your skin cocoa butter just invented it myself yes shea butter Mm mm-hmm yes i i'm this is uh, as you guys know you can go to my pinterest and be the first people to ever try it uh y'all talk about the kardashians this is even worse um <laughs> my concept came out of a problem that needed solving she said for white folks she the company is called nightcap n-i-t-e cap to sell her so-called invention that was already being used by millions of black women every day it inspired me to create something of my own what she created was basically a version of the same head wrap that has been included in the late night booty call kit invented in 1906 by inventor madam cj walker's less successful sister lakeisha walker to be fair the difference between linda bird's bonnet and the one worn by erica badu india already 92.8 percent of women who have ever been on natural hair journey is the linda bird sells her bonnets for 98 dollars bitch what bitch what you you a fool if you buy that 98 dollars shit i can have enough to wrap my hair for fucking 10 years 98 bucks bitch get out of my face 98 dollars for some shit that's gonna probably fucking fall to pieces oh my god (laughs) 98 For one, y'all. For one. For what? For one. Oh man, girl. <laughs> oh, she really thought she was doing something. Oh my god. I know they got in her ass line. It's organic Them crackers. 
it's organic gluten-free free-range silk come okay. on that free range made from the finest silkworms that are uh fed an entirely organic diet oh uh, <laughs> 98 dollars boy that vegan wrap yeah first of all it's organic which means okay what does that mean yeah they really be putting the words on everything how is it fucking organic right somebody said gluten-free too right it's organic gluten-free no additives or preservatives okay yep no no gmos no gmos okay guys <laughs> uh she does however it's biodegradable she does offer a few uses for the head wrap that black women have probably never thought of including wearing them to the gym stopping her hair from curling at night due to night sweats and supporting the regrowth of all the little baby hairs if she gonna get the entire fuck out of here boo you, you sure you don't mean edges you gonna get them edges keep them edges tight do you know how many women wake up every day for years and been tying their hair up and sweating at the gyms girl 98 dollars that shit recyclable sweet jesus oh you must say no trans fat ah! what else is she gonna invent oh my god oh my god okay all right well zero to 100 karen oh 100 okay will you be copping one you want me to get you one the fuck no all right well yeah i also give it 100 as well that's pretty that's pretty damn egregious over there guys that's, and thinking you're doing something too she really I invented she really was out here like <laughs> wait till they hear about this one okay you know this really gonna help the black people as an ally i uh is that how she how did she promote it no i don't i don't think so oh, okay. i just made that up i mean i would hope shit i hope not because she sure ain't getting none of our money you know who could use this blacks <laughs> you walk into somewhere and see 98 dollars next to the motherfucking like 10 dollar one or whatever it's like uh what you what's this for what, the, what exactly does this one promise to do Mm-mm. all right massage my head nine eight dollars karen what do you i'll give you the last choice what do you prefer to do white people news or guess the race before we leave white people news or guess the race we did guess the race yesterday didn't we i think we did white people news and guess the race yesterday but now we only got time for one before the session ends okay let's do white people news all right we're doing white people news everybody karen has uh has demanded um so uh let's see find a um song okay and uh let me put it on my screen just remember karen chose this i was perfectly fine doing oh, uh, no. guess the race don't make me regret this no well you know you're gonna go regret it i you picked i don't know don't 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 make me regret the truth okay wait didn't we do this one yesterday i don't know i don't know after yeah after, hold on we did this guy yesterday i forgot to archive his bullshit i don't know after after becky with the silk bonnet yes we need to do white people news okay all right yeah that one that was on me we we'd already done that one so let's do this one instead <clears throat> becky with the good baby hairs the good baby hairs <laughs> not edges God. good baby hairs Thank you with the good baby hairs. Oh my god. She really thought she invented that goddamn body. I should have showed y'all a picture of her. Uh, I bet you I look crazy. In a while. 
I'll make it to show art. Uh, it's been the summer holidays. So, welcome back uh, to the washing machine studio. What's taking her so long to get to singing? I don't know, honey. She's giving us a whole breakdown of her life. I'm going to play Lauren Hill's Everything. Wrap it up! Uh, and I'm going to do the rap the best I can. Let's try it, right? Oh, best. That's, that's never good. Right, that's never good. First of all, you messed up by not starting three hours late. So I already deducted points for that. <laughs> Start the shit on time for real, ma'am. Do you even do you even go here? these words to everyone who struggles in the youth instead of what is true we lose the game we even start to play Who made these rules? So I'm so confused. Let us Let me tell you that everything is everything. Everything is everything. After winter must come the spring. Everything is everything. Break it down. From the beginning, I'm flat this on a dirty mattress. Cleopatra, on the tune of Nefertiti. See Serengeti. Little constellation. Okay. The rap was the best part. Yeah. That's hard. That's a hard rap to do. Yes, that is. Thing is everything. After winter must come the spring. Everything is everything. All right, that's enough for her. But uh, good job, white lady, with the rap. That was a. that was the best and she did that all with just her guitar you know you just don't see that kind of talent in white people news lately you know guitars uh let's see what we got here oh that's y'all's man but we just did this like a day or two ago so it's not really a lot of new news but trump administration moves to end food stamps for three million people yeah guess what all three million people ain't black so Ooh, a high uh, most of them people is white congratulations white folks yeah you did it to yourselves again yep jokes on all this heroin addiction and shit a lot of those people are on government assistant 
evangelical writer who influenced purity culture announces separation from his wife oh shit yeah joshua harris one of the most influential voices on sex and relationships for a generation of evangelical christians announced this past week that he and his wife are separated after 20 years of marriage harris's book i kissed dating goodbye was published in 1997 when he when he was in his early 20s it became a manual for young evangelicals looking for love in recent years harris has apologized for some of the ideas he promoted and publicly wrestled with them in a documentary in an interview with npr last year he talked about going through that process with his wife shannon i think it's made us realize how there's heartache and there's pain no matter which pathway you choose in life there's no path that you can choose that you can protect you that can protect you from that no shit they announced the separation of instagram we're writing to share the news that we are separating and will continue our life together as friends in recent years some significant changes have taken place in both of us one of them gay it is <laughs> it is with sincere love for one another and understanding of our unique story as a couple that we are moving forward with this decision we hope to create a generous and supportive future for each other and for our three amazing children in the years ahead thank you for your understanding our and for respecting our privacy during a difficult time oh now you want privacy see that happening yeah now you want that privacy okay cool you know how that goes and her latest please for slate ruth grand great graham writes that an author announcing a separation from his wife normally wouldn't be news but harris was such a pivotal voice in what is known as the evangelical purity movement and was influential on how a whole generation of conservative christian young people thought about relationships and marriage um yeah they had a they had some interview highlights they from an interview he did uh with all things considered um what exactly did harris advocate for when i kissed dating goodbye came out in the late 1990s Mm -hmm. the book in some ways is about sex it's an abstinence manifesto the idea that was that having sex even with a serious boyfriend or girlfriend before you were married could lead to lasting regret harris even argued it's better not to even kiss before you get married just that just the idea that god wants you to be pure on your wedding day but the argument was really about marriage the idea was that modern dating is spiritually corrosive in a way because you're sort of practicing breaking up you're rehearsing for a divorce the bigger implication was kind of that there was a formula to a good marriage if you followed the set of rules and restrained yourself enough and behaved in exactly the right way you will have a foundation for a lasting marriage and a happy marriage that's not that's a false statement <clears throat> yeah um so yeah that's sad all these people that have been listening to them what are, i wonder what they're thinking about today people that found probably found their mates yeah i mean i'm not trying to dunk on them but i mean when you do kind of couch your shit is all this advice shit is kind of bullshit you know like people couching in like this is the right way to be married and the mm-hmm. right way to live and there ain't no right way baby nobody really knows shit come on you don't know until you've been in it everybody's all kind of just making it up as they go and you hope you're, <clears throat> you hope you get lucky enough to be right come on naturist in paris parks have in a paris park have complained that voyeurs and exhibitionists are spoiling their naked enjoyment yeah so they're nudist uh they say they are being pestered in the area of the city's i don't know how you pronounce this boy de vicines uh where they were for the last two years they've been allowed to shed their clothes an area of almost two acres of the park is set aside for naturists between april and october when it opened in 2017 
city officials insisted no inappropriate behavior would be tolerated a message reiterated on the sign at the entrance of the zone but a number of naturalists have complained that peace is being disturbed by the reprehensible actions of some non-nudist right come snapping pictures all types of shit putting on the internet like they cut they want privacy yep voyeurs and exhibitionists come and bother the women uh of course they are afraid he uh added uh bernard right uh sometimes there's a police unit that comes by but if they don't catch anyone the flagrant uh i guess in the moment they they don't they can't punish anyone right others complain of perverts hiding in the bushes mm-hmm. uh they've been increasing uh asked to increase the park patrols uh at the reports of voyeurism and exhibitionism but the police commissioner hugo arer said that he has not received any formal complaints this year probably the cops doing it they probably can't wait to get that call Ooh, get to go see some titties better hurry up put the siren on for this one what seems to be the problem ladies what i am looking at your face yes i'm looking in your eyes i know they're up here mm-hmm. so uh can you describe the titties he was looking at oh lord uh can you just yes uh these are the titties okay i just need to write these down in details <clears throat> uh Lawrence luff the president of the paris naturalist association who was involved in choosing the site as a naturalist zone said the problems were being exaggerated of course because women are the ones with the problem so it's probably just all in their heads you know how these dames can get guys am i right mm-hmm. getting all hysterical on us yeah because ain't nobody out there talking about talking <clears throat> about talking about uh let me see that dick after i heard of these complaints i spoke to a male friend who goes to this naturalist area every single day he told me he never seen any sort of activity or activities you spoke to a fucking male friend <laughs> I spoke to a dude. He has dick in his hands, jacking off. He said, "I've never seen any weird shit going on at all." What are you talking about? Home, home, back at. He admitted the experience might be different for women. If I was a woman, I'm not sure I'd go there. But lots of my female friends do. Any nudist area, like a beach or even ordinary beach, where there are women in bikinis, will attract the element of frustrated men. Yeah, you know, yeah, guys. I I gotta admit, this happens to me sometimes. You you ever just be playing like? like you using like a rubik's cube and you're trying to solve that shit and they just so fucking hard and you just can't figure out you get so frustrated that you gotta go to a nudist park and start jacking your dick off in the bushes those two things just me don't they don't go together y'all never been frustrated not like that you ever get stuck on a hard level you know you just a hard level of video game you're like i can't beat this boss what the fuck am i supposed to do and you're like i i know what to do take my dick in my hand and go down to a nudist beach duh now not so frustrated so it's just frustration karen just natural men being frustrated and uh and women uh with their titties out so you gotta gotta go down there check everything out um let's see um bachelor creator mike fleiss accused of attacking his wife what what is good about this show i'm starting to think wanda sykes was writing that joke me too. uh bachelor creator mike fleiss has been accused of attacking his pregnant wife in their hawaii home after demanding she get an abortion but he claims she lied to him about being on birth control oh well then i guess it's okay to attack her i mean hey you lied about being on birth control i tried to beat you to death i mean eh. <laughs> i mean i would call it even six of one half dozen of the other laura fleiss who is a former miss america winner was granted emergency domestic violence restraining order against her 55 year old husband the 31 year old who shares a four-year-old son with fleiss so they already got one kid they already got one kid 
this how you know this motherfucker ain't shit and he just worried about some child support he is not ever gonna plan on being faithful to this woman when he's just like but when i eventually get rid of your ass that's two child support payments instead of one you bitch i'm gonna punch you in the face like that is almost 60 there's nothing more like you just can come right out and be like i ain't shit and you might as well say that i'm completely ain't shit okay i was not planning on i was mad at you for having one that's what that's exactly what you're telling her too (laughs) now i got two bills um yeah uh so yeah it was captured on surveillance cameras at their home uh according to flice shout out to Um, ADT. she's 10 weeks pregnant she claims flice attacked her after demanding she get an abortion because she he didn't want a second child uh flies who is a creator of bachelor and bachelorette series oh so much love it's so good that someone only someone with such a loving heart could create a show all about romance and love guys oh yes isn't it so great mm-hmm. 37 people trying to pick which person gets to marry one folk and then nobody ever gets married off the show really mm-hmm. if they do a lot of times they don't stay together yeah like one out of like 57 people gets married and shit all right cool. yeah it's on season 55 for both of them yeah 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 that's what love should be in america but we fighting about gay people and their rights mm-hmm. but yeah he, he did say she lied about the birth control so she could intentionally fall pregnant despite them agreeing to only have one child it comes just after a week a week after he filed for divorce in los angeles citing irreconcilable difference uh the couple have been married since 2014 but you i invented the bachelor i can't stay married but you know what i'm saying it's good for y'all during the hearing on tuesday laura's lawyer samantha Spector presented surveillance images of the alleged attack and photos of the injury she suffered in the july 6th incident they show bruising on her arm scratch on the neck and a tear in her dress Laura claimed in a court in court documents that Flice has been verbally abusive towards her on a number of occasions in that five year marriage, but became enraged in recent weeks after finding out she was pregnant. She said Flice demanded on July fourth that she get an abortion while her son Benjamin was in the home in another room. Mike told me if you have an abortion, then we can just go back to the way we were. Uh, she claims he repeatedly demanded to see bank statements to see if she paid for an abortion laura says she had scheduled an appointment for august 5th given mike's insistence and pressure who wants to get a abortion by force like and then we can go back to how things were if i wanted to have this child and you went i'm you better fucking not bitch i hate you i will punch you in your face we don't get to go back there's no back button on that shit we can go back to being in love baby what right and women do it all the time jesus nah that's wild uh i don't know if you're still involved with the show or not but i wonder what like nbc or whoever abc i wonder if they would do anything Mm-mm. <clears throat> yeah mm-hmm. i can see it, it wasn't happening on set not trying to find as far as they're concerned this is separate you let the law handle it yeah all right we're about to run out of time i see we only got like five minutes left so okay i guess we'll get the sword ratchetness um uh, real quick okay um uh let me pull up my sword ratchetness there we go A man has been jailed in Melbourne, Australia, after he drunkenly stabbed his friend with a silver sword and spat at police before being subdued by 
capsicum spray oh i guess that's like uh pepper spray apparently joel warner punched his victim in july 2018 after a drunken fight before returning with a sword and stabbing him several times one wound caused the victim's bowel to protrude and he required multiple operations blood transfusions reconstructive work and the attachment of a colostomy bag well god damn the unexpected unprovoked attack happened in metone after uh afternoon at the pub must have been drinking some of that fosters warren was later arrested in his bedroom as police attempted to remove him from their van he then repeatedly swore and tried to kick and spit at them before he was subdued with capsicum spray he later pleaded guilty to intentionally cause a serious injury resisting an emergency worker and offending while on bail oh he was on bail oh he, he did get called charged for attempted murder he also has autism um what is what what does that got to to to, to do with him slicing somebody up that's a new one i we, of all the articles we've ever covered we've never seen someone be like my autism was acting up so i got stabby that's a first um yeah the court was told the 33 year old could not be brought back into the courtroom because he was very agitated during the trial uh so he was sentenced in his absence you're very intoxicated and in combination with some pre-existing psychological difficulties you reacted in a violent manner he was jailed for five years and eight months of which he must serve a minimum of four years before he's eligible for parole he has already served 358 days in pre-sentence detention Woo, the ghetto all right y'all that's it karen mm, no show tomorrow no show tomorrow Mm-mm. i'm gonna be two-stepping right why why is it no show tomorrow because karen's gonna be at the mary j blige concert yes all the aunties with my mom um and me and justin will be holding it down on uh balls d sports uh wednesday night uh is the plan right now so you know if you guys are um you know you guys i ain't got no thigh high boots though you know i ain't got none of them yet <laughs> but lord knows well I, I just know you're gonna have a good time and that's i'm gonna have a ball that's all it's about um so for those of y'all that uh are premium though you know hopefully you guys will um you guys will be uh be having a good time okay because mm-hmm. uh, we'll be talking about a bunch of shit that happened in sports this week um everybody else hey it's gonna be me tomorrow it's mary j Bryan and nas so i can see nas for the first time he got a new album out yes all right, well, until next time, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah. Shit I got some shit I left can't do. <laughs>